You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. It's Pastor Ty here, which means it's Thursday, which means, thank goodness, it's Thursday. Um, kind of some sad news. Earlier this week, um, the Christian apologist and, and thinker Ravi Zacharias passed away from cancer. And, and on one hand, this is very sad news because we lost one of Christianity's best thinkers and evangelists. Um, but that sadness quickly turns to rejoicing when we know that Ravi, Ravi is worshiping his Lord and Savior as we speak. You know, and without a doubt, he has received a great reward for his lifetime of Christian service. Um, you see, Ravi spent his entire life explaining and defending the Christian faith, as well as proclaiming the gospel of Jesus all around the world. Um, and his life and kind of organization um, motto was this, to help the thinker believe and the believer think. If any of you have ever listened to or watched Ravi speak, you would know that he was simultaneously the most caring, compassionate man, but also the most intelligent man. His mind moved at lightning speed. He was sharp and articulate in his speeches and poignant responses to skeptics and cynics. Yet he always valued the questioner more than the question. You know, in many ways, Ravi Zacharias was just like Jesus intelligent and precise in his speech, always knowing how to respond, yet while always keeping in mind who he was responding to. And from today's Bible reading, we are in Luke chapter 20, and we see that side of Jesus in full display in this chapter, because here he find, Jesus finds himself in a back and forth discussion with the chief priests, scribe and scribes and elders in the temple. These religious leaders, they begin to question Jesus and his authority. And we see throughout this chapter that every time they ask Jesus another question to try to trick him or to try to expose him, Jesus' response was always another question or parable, which is really interesting. And, and these questions or parables, they were so perfectly crafted with logic and reason that they either exposed the religious leaders' motives, or they led them into conclusions that they knew were true but didn't want to admit, or they left them absolutely speechless as they marveled at his brilliant response. You know, it got to the point at the end of the chapter was where the religious leaders didn't even dare to ask him any more questions because they knew it would only result in them looking like school children sitting before the master teacher. Now, in this chapter, Jesus' actual responses to their questions are really important and worth studying in and of themselves. But as I was reading this, what struck me about this passage was not as much his specific answers to their questions, but the fact that he could run circles intellectually and logically around the religious leaders who were the smartest people of the day. And while thinking about this, what struck me is that Jesus is the smartest man who has ever lived. Have you, have you ever considered that before? That Jesus was the smartest, most intelligent man who ever lived and, and is still living. You know, we can picture Jesus as a carpenter maybe, but, but not as a logician or a scientist or a genius. We agree that Jesus is a teacher, but maybe just of simple niceties and trite sayings. But we don't think of him on the same level of brilliance as the world's greatest thinkers like Plato or Aristotle or Kant or Kierkegaard or Newton or Galileo. You know, we can be, it can be tempting to think that Jesus has plenty to offer us to help with our feelings or our emotions, but has very little to offer our mind. 
And that's because Jesus is often reduced down to being a simpleton, and, and those who follow him even more so. You know, with the help of new wave atheists such as Richard Dawkins and Christopher Hitchens, uh, they have painted Christianity as a laughably absurd worldview and one that is logically incoherent. Smart people are atheists or at worst agnostics. It's only the simple-minded folk who are at best naive but are more likely ignorant who could possibly believe in Jesus, much less an invisible God. They simply blindly accept whatever the Bible tells them under the guise of faith, quote-unquote, without ever thinking too hard about it, like a bunch of sheep being led to the intellectual slaughter. Now, this kind of idea doesn't only come from outside the church, but at times also from within the church. Um, Throughout history, the church has taken almost this anti-intellectual approach to its evangelism efforts. But neither of those... The, the critique coming from outside of the church or the ideas coming from within the church that are anti-intellectual, uh, neither of those are an accurate portrayal of who Jesus is or what the Christian faith is. And, and Dallas Willard, who is another great Christian thinker and theologian, um, in his essay titled Jesus the Logician, um, which will be linked to in the podcast description, he says this about Jesus. Often, it seems to me, We see and hear his deeds and words, but we don't think of him as one who knew how to do what he did or who really had logical insight into the things he said. We don't automatically think of him as a very competent person. He multiplied the loaves and fishes and walked on water, for example, but perhaps he didn't know how to do it. He just used mindless incantations or prayers. Or he taught on how to be a really good person, but he did not have the moral insight and understanding. He just mindlessly rattled off words that were piped into him and through him. Really? Dallas Willard ends with the question, really? Is that who we think he is? As if to say, no, Jesus is the divine creator who himself is God and therefore has the all-knowing, all-wise, and all-brilliant mind of God. Jesus' ways are far higher than our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. He knows more than anyone what is best, not only for your own life, but also for all things, and what is best for our world, and for politics, and for things like environment and science. Jesus knows all of those things. And so when Jesus asks us to trust him, because he is the way, the truth, and the life. He isn't just asking us to take a risk by putting our faith or trust or belief into some nice guy who means well, but really has no idea what's going on. On the contrary, he is asking us to put our faith into in the designer of the universe, the one who thought up all the complexities of both the seen and unseen world, the heavens and the earth, the one who created the reality in which all the greatest thinkers have still yet to plumb the depths of logic and of mathematics and philosophy and astrophysics and biochemistry and language and art. He thought it all up. And he said it was very good. And he definitely wasn't lying in that. Therefore, when Jesus asks us to trust him, he doesn't just ask us to trust him on things like matters of religion or spiritual or moral things, although he's certainly the expert on those matters. No, he also asks us to trust him as the utmost authority in all things. This includes trusting him as the master of the areas of intellect and creativity as well. 
And listen, I'm not saying that everyone who follows Jesus must be a genius or an expert in logic. Um, But what I am saying is that everyone who follows Jesus, who professes Jesus as the Lord of their life and lives like this is true, and therefore they want to see themselves to be more like Jesus, everyone who does that must also love God with their minds to the degree in which God has gifted you. We must be a thinking people, not despite our faith in Jesus, but actually because of it. Once again, Dallas Willard in his book, um, The Divine Conspiracy, says this, Saying Jesus is Lord can mean little in practice for anyone who has to hesitate in saying Jesus is smart. He is not just nice, he is brilliant. He is the smartest man who has ever lived. He is now supervising the entire course of human history while simultaneously preparing the rest of the universe for our future role in it. He always has the best information on everything and certainly on the things that matter most in the human life. That is the Jesus of the Bible. That is the Jesus that we see in Luke chapter 20. And that is the Jesus that we are called to follow and to love with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our strength and all of our mind. And one way uh, to grow in loving God with your mind that I would highly recommend is is checking out Ravi Zacharias's podcast titled Let My People Think. Um, and that, along with Dallas Willard's essay, Jesus the Logician, will be linked to in the podcast description. Check them out this week. Um, thank you for listening in, and I hope that you have a great, thought-filled week as a follower of Jesus, the smartest man who has ever lived and is indeed still living. See you next time.